Say something, just to make sure it's loud enough. Yeah, I hear you, Luke. Okay, Luke. You think you can hear me? I think I might have to get a little closer. I noticed you have the screen faced in front of you and not towards me. It's a screen, Mom. It's a podcast. We don't need to. No, I, I don't mean your computer screen. I mean the screen for your microphone. It doesn't matter. Do you want it in front of you, then? Well, it just looks like it's just all for you and not for me. I don't get any screen. I don't have two screens. Do you want me to put the screen in the middle? Well, you could. But then it's, it's doing a, half and half. It's on a tripod. You could turn it halfway. So, how did your season officially start? My season started back in fall. Um, while I was playing soccer, there was a meeting, um, getting together the kids who planned on playing uh, football and on the season of fall too, which takes place after the winter sports and before the spring sports, which is a new thing. It's never happened before. So we had a meeting of all the kids who planned on playing, and it was... It was it was a short thing, just just uh, just to um, go over some of the, like the regulations that might happen during the season, um, because we are in the middle of a pandemic. So, with that being said, um, he just passed out packets on um, weightlifting because we're supposed to go there after um, after school and lift weights, and you would have a schedule for how much you're supposed to lift for each individual person. Um, so that's what the coaches did for us, and. Um, for me personally, I, I didn't attend the weightlifting cause I had soccer practice, which is the sport that I've played my entire life. So I went to that over the lifting for a sport I've never played before. So what are the fall and spring and fall two sports? How? So in the fall, um, usually there's football, but for whatever, for whatever reason, the contact in football was not allowed. So they decide to just push it back and just see what happens with that, whether they're going to cancel it or just keep it in that new season, fall too. But in the fall, there's usually soccer, football, there's usually volleyball, but that also got pushed back. That's my favorite sport. Into fall too. You say sport, but is it really? It is. Anyways, so there's, um, I believe there's usually cheer too, but that also got pushed back. That's... A great sport that lasts the entire year. I don't think many people know that. Go ahead. But that that got delayed until fall too. So now it's just starting. Um, I believe soccer, football, volleyball, cheer, and then there was field hockey. Field hockey did take place as well as soccer. And then fall two now is football, volleyball, and cheer, which all intended to start in the fall. But now they're starting just now in fall two after the winter sports, which was basketball and I think it was just basketball for for boys and girls. So then in the spring, there's usually baseball, tennis, which is the sport I play. I play tennis. Um, I believe there was lacrosse, um, this golf. I think that's it. Do you do a track and field at your school? That Yep, yeah, there is track and field, yeah. There's cross country in the fall, and then there's track and field in the spring. I forgot about those. So this is the boys' schedule, right, not the girls, because the girls play tennis, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Tennis in the fall. There's a lot of, there's a lot of sports. Tennis is in the fall for the girls, yeah. 
Tell me about your football coach. So, um, he was also not only my football coach, but back in my freshman year, he coached the freshman basketball team, which is separate from JV and varsity. Um, we had enough kids for to form a freshman team, so that was his last year coaching basketball was our freshman basketball team. And through that season, I learned that he was a phenomenal coach. He was probably the best coach I've ever had next to my dad. So to have him for football, I knew I knew what I could, was going to expect from him. I knew I was going to learn a lot. Um, he's coached many different sports for boys and girls. Um, so, yeah, I knew, I knew what I was getting when I was signing up for football. He's won, like, numerous awards um, for not just football but multiple sports. So that definitely played a part in me playing football and signing up. Um, so um, it was also, like, my parents knew that it was going to be a dangerous sport. So I think it made them feel a little safer that um, they knew that he was going to be my coach. And on top of that, he's also been the school's athletic director since 1981. So he's been doing it for a long, long time. So weightlifting has been going on since the fall through the winter. Um, and throughout that time while weightlifting was going on, when I was playing soccer, basketball, um, our coach kind of got us ready by sending us emails of um, plays that he was planning on installing in our offense and just updating us on the rules for the league and, and football, the sport. He was just kind of getting us prepared um, mentally to play the sport, um, more of the plays are for the older guys who have been playing for one, two, three years, whatever it is. Um, so I didn't know a lot of the stuff that he was emailing to us, but those are, of course, for the older guys, and I'm sure that helped prepare them. So the night before the first practice, it was more of a conditioning practice. So the first week was technically conditioning, not really football practice, but anyways, um, the Sunday before, uh, he kind of told everyone there was going to be a, a Zoom meeting. So the night before the first practice, it was more of a conditioning week. He sent out an email with the, of the Zoom uh, link so all the players and coaches on the team could join. And he would just went, go over the stuff that we could expect from the first week and, and games and forward. Who was in the end? in the attendance for your Zoom meeting? So it was three or four coaches, I know that for sure. And there was 17 total people. So it might have been like, yeah, 14, 13 kids. And I know there was 17 total, including me. We had, this, we had the Zoom meeting. So the next day I felt a little more comfortable going into like my first ever football conditioning or practice. So tell me about your first day of football practice ever. So it was it was raining. So usually we're outside no matter what the the weather is. Um, even even through hail. I put my phone on silent. Sorry, just in case. Go ahead. You haven't even got a notification. What does that mean? Amy. What does that mean? I don't get notified for anything. Anyways, anyways. Um, we were inside the gym. Um, usually we're outside, but since it was the first practice, he just needed to get, um, 
he just needed to talk a lot. So there was a lot of talking. Um, so it was more of just conditioning. We just did um, some stretching. It was more of like um, ab and strength workouts, a little bit of running. And then there wasn't a lot of time for our positional groups. So he had us just like, if you think you're a running back, if you think you're a quarterback, a wide receiver, all the offensive positions, he just said, if you think you're one of these, um, go with one of these certain coaches. We had multiple coaches for each positional group. So, of course, I wanted to play running back, which is the position that I've wanted to play. And I basically, he we, we went over, like, some fundamentals. So he just taught me how to hold the ball, how to run with it, how to take a handoff. Um, he taught me what holes I'm supposed to hit on certain plays. Or He just taught me the numbers of each holes in between the offensive line, just football stuff. So it was all just fundamentals, learning how to play. I mean, I knew I knew most of the stuff. But some of it was a little bit new to me. So the second day was really more of what the the routine looks like. So we were in the high school gym for our first practice because it was a little rainy on the first practice. We were down. We went down to the middle school field, which is where we usually practice. That is where practice takes place um, on any given day usually. So we went down there. We hiked down because there's a little pathway in between for the kids who can't drive, connected from the high school to the middle school. So we were outside. I got to use my new cleats that I had just got from Dick's a few days earlier. I was excited about that. Um, it was a little more difficult being outside just because there's a lot more room to run. So the, the running workouts were a little more difficult. And, of course, in February, it's it's freezing cold. So we were wearing layers on layers on layers while doing this workout. Um, it didn't really compare to the equipment that we were going to use, but it was still difficult. And on top of that, after it just rained, it was very, very muddy. So the car after practice was filthy. It was filthy. And I, I caught some heat from that from my father. Well, he asked if you gave a ride home to someone and... You said, no, I didn't give anyone a ride home. It was just me. I had to bang out my cleats, and I had the door open, so I guess some of the mud might have flung in and the, the passenger side was covered in mud. The interior, mind you, the interior passenger side of the car was covered in mud. And the only reason why I mention this, son, is because I had to clean it up because I heard about it all night. It just takes one wet wipe. That's all it takes. It's not that hard of Actually, a job. Actually, you shouldn't be using wet wipes on the interior of cars. It's plastic. It's the inside of the door. No, it's they plastic. sell Armorall wipes for that, not wet wipes. It's the same thing. It's wet and it's a wipe. No. So you use it. One is to clean the interior and one is to clean your little sister. I will tell you, as, as a parent, I was very happy that it was really freezing cold weather because then there was no more mud because it all hardened and froze over. And then it's all fun and games until I hit the turf from a tackle and then break my shoulder or whatever it is. Because then I was washing your clothes every single day. You had so much mud up the side back of you, it, your white shirt was brown. Every back day. to the actual football practice. My shoes took a lot of getting used to. I had never worn them before, so it took days, days. The shoes that you left outside thinking it was going to dry on the porch. 
which is where we usually put our stuff when we need to dry, yes. And not by the wood was, stove. I have very wide feet. So getting what used. A, what, a, what did your dad call them? Shrek feet. <laughs> yep. So to get my Shrek feet in the shoes, like, it was difficult because the Nikes tend to have, like, a very narrow narrow base of the shoe. So, like, while I'm running, it was, like, one area. It was, like, the side of my foot. It's, like, where the end of the, your pinky toe connects to your foot. Like, <sighs> like that spot right there, right on the yeah. side. It was killing me the entire, like, three, first three or four days that I used those. But every day we asked you, like, hey, how's it going? How are your new cleats? I yeah, said, yeah, yep, I'm breaking. Yep. I'm breaking them in. That's what I told you. But this is why when I buy New Balance, you guys all make fun of me because I you get <laughs> this wide New feet Balance. Well, my New ba- well my New Balance sneakers because they have what? <laughs> yeah, what are you eighty five? <laughs> they're made for wide feet, and eighty five year olds don't buy New Balance. They buy like white shoes. White New no, Balances. No. Air Gramps. No, <laughs> no, I don't wear Air Gramps. But I don't have that pinky problem, so... Well, I don't either, because I broke my shoes in now. Yeah. So that's all good. But it was definitely more difficult outside than inside, is what I learned. So tell me about the equipment. So you have your cleats, and that's it. No pads, no helmet, no what? Yeah, we didn't really do contact, so we didn't need that stuff. But the following week... I think it was Monday we went to go get our helmets. So before we got any football equipment, I was just wearing my cleats. I was wearing my gloves. Um, I had leggings, smart wool leggings, and then I put shorts over those. And I was wearing a hat. <laughs> what? So- <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I wouldn't say leggings. They're leggings. They're, called- They're leggings. They're called thermals. They're leggings. Okay, your sister, your 13-year-old sister wears leggings. Those are thermals, smart wool thermals that hikers use. Whatever the like, kids are calling them today, Mom, I don't care. They're not calling them leggings, honey. <laughs> really, you'd be surprised at the practice how many people call them leggings because okay. everyone wears them. Oh. All right, very thin pants, let's say. Thermals. Okay, thermals, whatever, thermals. whatever. Right. Whatever. That I asked you for like months after you got them for Christmas to try on to see if they fit. When I did the same day, the same day, the same day of practice, same day you asked. No, I I was wearing them on Christmas. Your leggings or your thermals? I told you whatever the kids are calling them. Kids, what are you? <laughs> Anyways, what are you? What are you? Fifty years old? The kids. <laughs> Anyway, um, the equipment? Um, so Monday, we went, we had to go in school, so. Oh, tell me <laughs> yeah. about that. Do tell. Do tell. Well, since I've had to quarantine so many times. How many times? Five. Five times. Five times. I just thought it was easier just to stay home because I'm, I'm already home because of quarantines. You started out in person. Is that what you're saying? Uh, We started out in hybrid, which is half and half. So the first half of the alphabet is in school. So you had the school divided. 
A, right? The first part of the alphabet group started a. in right group A started in school and through those 5 days they would attend school as everything was normal of course with masks, social distancing, whatever the modifications they made. Signs. They have signs everywhere. Yes, they have signs in the hallways. You know, they have like little cubicles at lunch. Well, actually, to start out, everyone had their own individual table at school. You know, the long lunch tables. I think that would have been like two to a table and you would be on the same side all the way down. So you were basically just isolated the entire day. Plexiglass? Yes, there was also plexiglass. So you didn't socialize to anyone in the hallways. It was six feet one direction. You can only go one direction in the hallway. So if your class, band, one direction. Yes, it is. And so you were in school to start off with. Right, and then, as the next week would roll around, then Group B, which is the second half of the alphabet, last names, last name wise, was in school. And then the first half would be online, which is just you would go on Google Classroom, and you would click on a link, and then you would join the meet. And that's how you would be taught from home. And you did that for how long? It was the first month of, of just hybrid. That was hybrid. And what was the first quarantine like? What was that like? Well, tell me about it. Like, what? Like, the first time you were quarantined, was yeah, it, it was, a big it group was of very, people? Was it just you? Like, what? It was, it was very strict, like, having to quarantine. And it was just me. Like, I was... Might have been like one or two more people. I was like the first one connected to the first case in our school of that year. We all knew it was going to happen. We all knew there was going to be a positive case. It was just a matter of when and where. So So all the way from Wuhan, China, all of a sudden now you're affected. Right, yeah. That goes for, for everywhere, or most of the world at least. So you, when you were quarantined, what'd you do? Stay in your room? Did you like... Yeah, I had to stay in my room, door closed. I'd have my my food um, delivered up to my room. That sounds nice, actually, to have your food delivered to you. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty good. I mean, I don't know. Food was subpar, but you know. Subpar. Oh, dad must have been cooking then. (laughs) No, I mean, yeah, his little pasta, half a meatball. Yeah, I don't even want to get into that. What so, do you mean a half a meatball? Tell me about the half a meatball. What are you talking about? All right. So um, my dad, you know, loves to cook pasta. Well, he's Italian. Hates to cook meatballs. He he just chucks in maybe three three frozen meatballs into a pot, heats them up, and then calls it a day. And we have, like, four or five people to feed in our house. He makes a good sauce, though. A gravy for all you Italians. He makes a good gravy. It's It's all right. It's, it's okay. Good. It's okay, like I said. So, what about the meatball? So, when I go to my girlfriend's house, there's got to, like, the pot is full of meatballs. I can have as many as I want. <laughs> but over here, no, it, it's it's scarce. Like, you'd be lucky. You have to fight for maybe a quarter of a meatball. It's unbelievable. And I'm not talking about these huge balls. Like, they might be the size of, like, I don't know. What What would be a good comparison? What would be a good comparison? A golf ball. A, a no, golf ball? A ping pong ball. In between that, and in between that range is probably good. I wouldn't say golf good. ball small. Yeah. Golf ball, golf ball to ping pong ball in that range, however you want to think of it. But that that's probably a good comparison of the size of these meatballs. And you'd be lucky to get one. You'd be lucky to get one. There was a like the bathroom situation is a, is a time I have to leave my room 
in quarantine because my my family didn't want to be with next to me because but back then it was just like oh wow like this is like the first time we've been in contact with this virus so when i left my when i when i left my room of course i had to wear masks and the only place i was allowed to go was to the bathroom which is like five feet down the hall it's literally the next room over so even when i went to use the bathroom i had to use the mask and on top of that, I was the only one to use that bathroom. We have two bathrooms in our house, one upstairs, one downstairs. The one upstairs is the one that I had to use, which is next to my room. So did you miss any sports if your first Oh, quarantine? yeah, I missed. I think I was the only one on the soccer team that had to miss, like, a game. Well, our team had to quarantine as a whole maybe one or two times. But just start the season, I was in quarantine, and I missed a game. I missed maybe a week two weeks of practice i think it was because it was 14 days i had to quarantine i tested negative maybe i don't know four days in but you still have to to go through that entire 14 days for for whatever reason that was the guideline so i, I missed 14 days of soccer in in a short season these seasons are short because they got to squeeze in a whole nother season in between winter and spring so i missed out on, on a few stuff and a, a few games for sure anyways Monday was like the day we went to go fitted for our helmets. So he just sized he sized us. Um, what else? He adjusted them. Um, there's there's four different sizes: the small, medium, large. <laughs> what? <laughs> you think that's too basic? Well, what would all the, what would the sizes be? What would like? Of course, there's small, medium, and large. <laughs> Alright, yeah. <laughs> like, there's gigantuum, there's big-headed, there's All right, I just want to point out, big you, ears stick out. I just like, want to point what? out, if you have a small, if you're, if you have a small head, like, I'm telling you, Eden's head would be too big for the small. Where is all your equipment stored? Like, what are you doing? What's, what's all going Alright, so after I got my helmet, he, like, put air in it, and, um... He put air in your helmet? Yeah. What? That's how those work. Not, you can't just put it in a helmet, like... It's like, oh, yeah, you're a large. Go grab it. Like one. an astronaut? Yeah, like he, there's a thing where you, like, there's two different, like, holes, and you just put this thing, and you pump air into, into it. And there's, like, padding inside the helmet that's supposed to make your head snug. Not tight, snug. So sometimes, like, after practice, kids will be like, I have too much air in my helmet, and it's, like, bothering me. Are you for real? Yes, but, like, it needs, I, I might have to take air out as well. Air out of your head or your helmet? <laughs> wow, you're so funny. <laughs> Good one, Mom. Thanks. I'm just, I just. Anyways, after we got our helmet, the next, the next thing was the shoulder pads. So, the shoulder pads we also need to be sized for, which it wasn't as complicated as as sizing a helmet. So, after all, after I get all these things. He lets us go outside, and we just put this stuff in our car, and that's usually where I just store it because, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to go to practice every day anyways. But you can't use the lockers, though, right? Like the no locker room, so you can't even store yeah, it. Yeah, so to... the locker room is just, you can't go in there at all. Which So the amount of stuff that you carry home, it looks like you like work in a mortuary and you're carrying Yeah, bodies. so I have my, <laughs> I mean, you never know, Mom. I know, that's, I know. All right, so we have my school bag. We have my football bag, which is just usually just the clothes that I have to change into because I'm not wearing leggings to school. So, <laughs> so I have that, and then I have my helmet. 
I have my jersey, and I have my shoulder pads, which can't fit, and also my cleats, all that also doesn't fit in my bag. Your muddy cleats? Yeah, which are just over there on the floor. And most of my stuff just fits in my bag, but all the bigger stuff I just carry. So I know that you like to wear headbands when you play soccer and basketball. Yeah. You wearing a headband underneath your helmet? All right, so helmet? that's funny. It's funny you say that because there was one practice for like, all right, I'm going to use a headband because I know I, I cut the hair. I got a haircut and I don't need to. But before when I got fitted for my helmet, you said my hair was going to slide around. So I was like, okay, I'll just wear a headband then, and then it'll just, I don't know, whatever. Because you have bangs. Problem. Yeah. So after I got the haircut, it was like, okay, I don't really need a headband. But I just tried it anyways, just in case I can't get a haircut and my hair grows longer. And I can't wear it. It just, it was so annoying in my helmet. Because it's just like an extra, it's supposed to be like really snug in your head. And I know kids do wear headbands. Even on my team, the kids will wear headbands. But to me, it just... It just throws it off. I don't know. I don't like it, so I don't plan on wearing a headband unless it's a smaller one. The one for I wore for basketball was kind of big. I now, might use a very thin one. Just recently, what did we get? We as long with along with the the shoulder pads and the helmets, we got a belt. We got mouth guards, and the thing about the mouth guard is we we're required to wear masks inside our helmet, which is already so difficult with the chin strap which is something that basically just goes under your chin. So you got to put a mask on on top of that. And then when you go to put your helmet on, it slides the the things are, that go around your ears for the just medical mask, it slides it off when you pull your helmet on and off. So it's like those things aren't even connected to your ears, so it's just sliding around in your helmet anyways. And then on top of that, you have to put a mouth guard under your mask. So usually what people do without masks is they have this mouth guard connected to their face mask which a face mask on a football helmet are just it's just the bars in front of your face i don't know how else to describe it and usually there's a thing that goes around that and your mouth guard will just hang from your face mask now you can't do that this year because you can't put that in your mouth connected to your helmet with the the medical face mask so we have to cut that thing off and just keep it in our mouth which is very difficult for the quarterback, for anyone trying to talk, because you it's like very difficult to pull down your, like go through your helmet, pull down your face mask, and take out the mouth guard and talk. And you're not supposed to do that in games anyways. I don't know how, how the referees are going to enforce that rule, the mask rule, if it's going to have to be above your nose or not, or whatever. I don't, I'm sure there's going to be different regulations for each ref and how like strict they're going to enforce each rule. But that's it's been a struggle trying to get a mouth guard in, under your mask. Now, is this just you because you're brand new to playing football ever, or are other kids having the same problem? Well, this is this is this is the first time for everyone. COVID has made a lot of people do f things for the first time. So, have you practiced yet with your full gear? Yes, that my first practice. Um, that was my last practice. Which was yesterday, right? Yesterday, yes, it was yesterday. That was my first full equipment with the pants. We just got pants on Friday. Today is Sunday as we're recording this. Yesterday was Saturday, which was my first full gear, full equipment practice where we had full contact tackling and being tackled and all that. So that was my first full gear practice. So we had just got these pants. So you put you turn your pants inside out and then you put in 
these pads. So your pads go inside your pants. You can take them out. So you're supposed to take out the pads and then you're supposed to wash the pants. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. I'm just explaining how these work. I know. So, because you I wouldn't like know. You said you're supposed to wash the you're pants. You're supposed to. So, have you washed your pants? So, I have these blue shorts that I wear over my thermals, my thermal leggings. And I haven't, well, I've worn those for two weeks now because I've gone through two weeks of practice. I haven't washed them once. But it's okay because the shorts haven't touched my body because I always have the leggings. You get it's, to. It's not as bad as you'd think you, the helmet definitely cuts off your peripheral vision which is i mean it's kind of like assumed so it's kind of like the balls in the air it's really tough to track it down and it's not that he like your shoulder pads you think would be really heavy you're really able to you like move your arms it's not as like you're not as restricted as you think you are your your arms can move pretty freely it's not that heavy so Adapting to it wasn't that hard for me, at least. I'm sure other kids have had a difficulty wherever. Well, I'm not just saying on our team. But I, me personally, I adapted to it pretty easily. Uh, the helmet is can be very... I don't know how... How should I say it? It's, some days it can really... Temperamental? Yes. Some days it really presses against my head, and some days it's just, like, fine. But it's been really cold... So it's really difficult to wear like a whole sweatshirt under your pads because they're supposed to be really snug to your body. And it's and of course, it's February, early March. It's freezing. So I don't know. So are you the only one um, that's playing that has never played before? No, this is a few kids. Um because of COVID? Yeah, there's even a kid on my soccer team that is playing for the first time because he can, like I am. I'm playing football because I can, and I've always wanted to. Well, why didn't you? I know we talked about that in episode one. It's just, I'm not going to choose this, this sport over something that I'm, I've am i played my entire life. Um, I'm not going to get so much into detail about that, but for something you've done your entire life and, and still continue to enjoy it, why would you change that? Why would you just start slank? I've already played it my freshman, junior, and sophomore year. I don't know why I said that. Freshman, sophomore, and junior year. I've already played it those three years. So next year, I'm assuming I'm going to play soccer if they're both in the fall. Just because I'm not going to switch it up if I've already played it three years. There's no point to. So... Aren't your coaches concerned that you could get hurt potentially? So you plan on playing another sport after football, right? Oh, yeah. My tennis coach is, like, terrified I'm going to get hurt. He, he just retired. Last year, he was one of the football coaches. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I was actually looking forward to having him, and then I first practice, I realized he wasn't there, and he just said that he had retired um, from coaching football, but... Anyone else um, play four sports in your grade? In my school, no. In the entire school, entire no school, no one, no one, no one is playing four sports this year. And once in one school year, nobody's played four sports. Wow. I like I can't think of that. Well, that's because they have an extra season. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. I I could be wrong, but I'm I'm almost positive no one has played four sports in one season at the school. One or one one year, one year. And right? 
I'm I'm also thinking about this like this year because people are can play four sports. Why wouldn't you? But are there people on your football team that haven't played a sport yet this year? Yes, there's some kids on my team that only play football. After the winter season, they may you have to be in person in school all the time and, and able to go to practice. So if you don't go to school on, on, on one day, you can't go to practice. Well, that's how it's always been, though. Like, my generation, that's how it was. You don't go to school, you don't go to practice. But Tell me so about, talented. wrap it all up. Tell me, um, in your perspective here, never playing football, your junior year, in the middle of a pandemic, yeah, it's been a gift that you can actually get to play, right? In all this, you have to see the positive that there are gifts in this time. So having this gift of getting to play, tell me, how how is it? Did it so, meet your expectations? Yeah. So it's very, like, I'm enjoying it. It's everything I, I figured it would be. It's fun. Like, I'm having fun. Definitely different. I'm doing a lot of learning, but I don't feel left out. Um... There's a lot of other kids that are also learning, that are also good athletes that have never played before. So I don't feel as if I'm the only one and I'm behind. I feel like I'm learning as long as along other side other kids. So definitely a lot of learning. Um, nothing I haven't done physically with the running and the workouts and all that stuff. Like that's fine. Uh, I'm enjoying it, like playing like the skeletons skeletons are basically just a scrim it's just a scrimmage pretty much so i've been playing defense a lot on the skeletons and it's just fun i'm playing the positions i've wanted to play so everything so far has been exactly how i hoped and no no regrets like i wouldn't like yeah if i didn't play i definitely would regret it but i i don't regret not signing up like i'm having a lot of fun so yeah so when's your first game? Like, do you think you're going to have playing time? Like, like you think you're going to be out there? I, I think, mean, I think defensively I will. Like, I don't know. I don't know how the subbing is going to work or whatever. I know he's told us, but you never know what's going to happen in situational situations in the game. I don't know how he's going to do that. But I think defensively I'll definitely play. Uh, I might, might not start, but... Since, like, the linebackers is the position I'm playing on defense, outside linebacker is, like, a position that can be subbed a lot. And if there is an injury, we have uh, people to go in and play. So I think he's going to plan on rotating a lot uh, defensively. Offense, I'm the backup running back, either two or three. I think I'm two. Uh I think we only have two, but he can easily move people up from JV. Does that bother to. you? Um no. You're used to starting. Does that is that like a hit? No, not at all. Um, these kids that do start have been playing their entire life. They know how to play. So I actually like not starting and learning first before I'm actually getting out there. Um, I didn't I didn't come into this thinking I was going to start. I came in wanting to just be out there and play. And I know I'm going to. I've been told I'm going to go out there and play, but. Not at all. I'm not offended. I'm No, I'm glad that I'm not starting because I don't think I'm ready for that. Are there any kids that you, like, look up to that, like, whoa, they know their stuff? Or is it just too soon because it's just practice? Well, definitely definitely my coach. I definitely know that I know what my my coach is talking about. He, You can clearly tell that he's done this for a long time. 45 years, I think, he's been coaching. So I know that he knows what he's talking about. So I listen to him when it comes to anything. And, yeah, this players, these players have been learning from him. So... 
I definitely look up to the the kids in my positional groups that I'm playing position like same positions. I'm looking up to them, so they definitely know what they're doing as well. So yeah, you know what I like about your coach is when you played um, freshman basketball. Um, I was like, wow, this guy knows how to play basketball. Like I didn't know. I just always known him as the football coach. And what I realized as a parent watching that your games that he took every kid, no matter where they were, right? Yep. And, like, lifted them up and was like, that's all right, yeah, you got to work on this, and would clearly show them what they needed to do or how the game is run, but yet also motivate them and support them and never, like, screamed and yelled in their faces and told them they were, you know, useless or, when I say run, you run over here, you know, and some coaches Every do that. time he yelled, it was constructive criticism, yeah. like, just what you can do to be better and not just what you can do and like he would also tell us how it wasn't just like oh yeah you need to be faster he would just tell us i know that doesn't make sense but this is an example like how to be he was specific he was very specific um didn't get mad at you for where you were yeah he wouldn't he doesn't get mad at anyone he knows that we're all young we're all learning so it wasn't just you. He doesn't. It's not like he just took the the starting five or the star player and took yes. them and tried to get them to the next level. He tried to get the team as a whole to the next level. No matter um, if you were hurt, he would also teach you. If you were hurt on the sideline, he would be pointing stuff out to you. Um, he took everyone, no matter who it was. Like if you were on JV or whatever, like or new, like you or new, yeah, it doesn't matter. He just tries to like he might he knows I might only be playing football for this year in a short season, but he's still trying to. He's putting effort. Right, he's putting in the effort for the kids who haven't played, including me. Yeah, I can see that. He definitely. I can see why he's won all those awards. And yeah, what a fantastic coach! And I know that doesn't even do it justice, but I definitely see he not only. Like you said, takes kids from A to B or A to Z, wherever they need to be, like Amazon. Um, did you know that, the logo? Yeah, it's like it has the A and an arrow to Z. Yeah, but I don't know if many people know that. Yeah, like in Amazon, there's the A, and then there's like an arrow above the M. Do you think they named to... Amazon just because they wanted A to Z? Or do you no, think... No, because their headquarters is in the Amazon River. No, it's not. You're making that up. I'm not. Yeah, it's in the Amazon River. Oh, this is... Oh. Where, is Amaz- where is the Amazon headquarters? It'll say Amazon River. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> Seattle, Washington. Obviously, it's not in the Amazon River, Mom. Obviously, that was a joke. <laughs> Did you know there's also 52 states? There aren't 52 yes, states. Yes, because you have to add in Hawaii and Alaska. They're already added. No, you have to count them again. It's 52. You don't count them again just there's because 52. they're not connected to the continent. They're... Non-continental. So do you count Canada then? Well, it's connected, but it's not part of our country. Canada. It's not Canada. <laughs> <laughs> Did I not catch that? No, you didn't. <laughs> anyway, I noticed, well, I was going to say how he takes these boys and makes them into men, but I'm glad I didn't get to say that. So, <laughs> well done, coach. Episode two, two. Episode two. No, nobody wants to hear that. We don't have a budget for sound no, effects. No, it's just like it's like it's dramatic effect. It's, like, it's not a dramatic effect. It's like you just witnessed that. No, you know what I witnessed was you eating a 
Pringles barbecue can from 2017. That's what I witnessed. I didn't eat it. It it's just been, <laughs> the trash has just been in my drawer for that long. Four years, man. That's I mean, a long time. It's crazy. Yeah. So we don't need those sound effects. Don't include those. We don't need them. Episode two. No. No. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Signing off. Have a going. No, you really have catch to catch y'all later. That's not right. No, you. That's not the stop button. Yes, it is. This is the stop button, Mom. No, it's not. It says stop. It does what? not. It's recording. Right. It says stop recording right there. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah.